Welcome to Vix Mix, a podcast hosted by yours truly, Sexy Senorita. Listen as I share my experiences of being a mama, being all wifed up, my journey with cancer, yep, that's right, and as I get into all the raw, unfiltered moments in between. Alright, so let's get into it. We have another episode of My Scandalous Life. And if you notice, I had a different canción, a different song, than my first episode of My Scandalous Life, Mi Vida Escandalosa. I just want to do a different song for each of these episodes, porque estos episodios van a ser bilingües, y quiero compartir canciones en español, because I like Spanish music, and these are going to be bilingual episodes. So I might as well have fun with the different song choices that I like. Of course, the first two have been cumbias. Maybe I'll throw in some reggaeton, some banda, whatever. And I can't remember if I said what the first song was, which to me was just an obvious choice because the title was Escándalo by La Señora Dinamita. So I will do my best to make sure I put the song information in the description of these episodes. For this episode, this song is from Los Tigrillos, titled Aguita de Limón. And the reason I chose that one is because we're obviously spilling tea, talking about chisme, and Aguita is just another way of saying tea in Spanish. So I just thought it'd be fun to play on that concept. But first, quiero decirles primero que no tengo que hacer chemo. Yep, what's up? I don't have to do chemo anymore. I will do another episode with all the details, but I just wanted to give that little update for you all. Oh, y también tengo otra cosa que necesito ponerles en corriente de el episodio pasado de Mi Vida Escandalosa. My grandmother passed away on Valentine's. I just had that little update from the last Vida Escandalosa episode to let you all know what happened there. She was sent home and pretty much that was her decision to finally just be comfortable and when she finally passed. Of course, it caused more drama, but since then it's kind of settled down and it's working itself out in a way. Pero ya vamos a empezar con el escándalo 
que ya sé por qué vinieron a escuchar todo lo que tengo que decir del chisme, del mitote, de todo mi escándalo. Ok. So let's get into mi vida escandalosa, all the chisme and the news and all the gossip that I have for you all. From social media, my husband posted that he got a new vehicle and that is because he was involved in a hit and run. He was on his way home from work and he was stopped at a stoplight and this idiot, este pinche estupido, came from behind and somehow swerved in front of him, ripped off the whole front end of his car, took out the axle, and basically totaled the vehicle. So when my husband calls me to let me know that he got in an accident, of course, you know, I'm freaking out. And right away, my immediate thought is to go get him, make sure he's okay. So, you know, I get my little one ready and we head on over there. And because he was on his way home, it wasn't too far from our house. But let me tell you how much I hate the freaking police in my city. Como me odio la policía en esta pinche ciudad. For example, when my husband called 911 to report that he was in an accident, guess what? The police didn't show up. It was a service aid, a police service aid. And I'm not sure why they did that. I mean, I could have just filed a police report online if that was the case, because it's not like this guy could have done anything. And when my husband had gotten hit, you know, he told the car he could barely drive it. And luckily, there was a gas station right on the corner. So he just, from the stoplight, he just pushed the car into the gas station. And luckily, there was a witness that saw the accident and actually followed the car that hit my husband. He got the license plate number. He called it in to 911. And because he did follow him, he noticed that the dude ditched the car down the street in an apartment complex nearby. So obviously, he saw my husband at the gas station and he stopped and told him, hey, just so you know, I got this information. I called it in for you. So please let the police officers know that the vehicle was ditched in these apartments nearby and that I did call in the license plate number so they should have all the information to hopefully find the guy that hit you and like I had said they had sent over police aid so we're telling the police aid the information that this guy had told my husband about the car being ditched and the license plate number so he's like okay okay sure and he goes back into his little truck And he doesn't come out for like a good 20 minutes. And my husband's thinking, well, maybe he's running the license plate number or calling for backup or actually sending out police and not a police aid. Sorry, I just, oh, I get so irritated. Why would they do that in an accident? Why would they send a police aid? That doesn't make any freaking sense. But anyway, so after the guy gets out of his truck, pretty much he was just filling out a police report online like I had thought he was going to do, which I could have done, and said that he had no jurisdiction and couldn't do anything about it, and that a police officer or detective from the substation would call him probably the next day and just said, you should just call the tow truck company and handle it all tomorrow. So we're just like, really? And what makes me so angry is like, what if he had gotten hurt? like injured in the sense that there would have been an ambulance or a fire truck or something and they sent a freaking police aid like how does that make any sense really and then to let him know like hey there's more information the dude might still be in that car drunk who knows because why would that even happen at a stoplight like come on like why aren't you doing anything Ugh. 
So the aide finally leaves, thankfully, and we get the tow truck to come by. And when that happens, my husband says, hey, let's go check those apartments and see if I can recognize the car. So we did, and we drove by, kind of parked far away, and he walked over there, of course, just in case the dude was still in the car. And because it was me and my little one, we didn't want to, you know, get in any kind of danger, because who knows? But it was the car, and it was ditched by the dumpster, and so right away my husband's taking video, and he gets the VIN number, obviously, like, you know, whatever damage is on the car, and it's just frustrating because it's like my husband and this random person, this witness, got more information than us calling 911 and dealing with the police aid. Like, why isn't the police helping us? And even the next day, my husband goes to check on the vehicle, mostly because he wanted to take pictures in daylight, you know, get pictures of the damage. He's gathering all this evidence. So he's just calling the police and saying, hey, like, I got more information. I have evidence photos. The car's still there. Like, why isn't anyone checked on this? I haven't even gotten a call. I mean, while my husband was taking pictures, he ran into the maintenance guy and the guy was going to call to get the car towed because it was blocking the dumpster. And the maintenance guy starts telling my husband that he actually knows the person that owns this vehicle and does live in the apartment complex. So it's like, okay, well, if the police would have been involved to begin with, they could have been right on top of this first thing in the morning, calling the property manager, whoever, you know, and at least find out who this person is and get it all settled. But did we hear anything from the police, the detective, from anybody? No, we didn't. Mira, la policía no hicieron nada. No nos ayudó. They didn't do anything. Anyway, thankfully my husband has good insurance and everything got settled that way, meaning that he had full coverage and was able to get a good amount for his total car. So at least my husband got a new car and has moved forward from this whole situation. But still, it's just frustrating that... The police still haven't even contacted him and gotten him any kind of information from it. And I had a similar situation when I had gotten my phone stolen. Mm, I think it was last year. I had my phone stolen from Walmart and I made a police report and did all that. But, you know, with your phone, you're able to look up the GPS location on it which I was able to do and let the police know, but they never did anything about it. But I got a new phone, and a couple months later, I didn't realize this person that had stolen my phone had access to pretty much all my accounts and was using, like, Netflix and just bought a bunch of music and all this weird stuff. And she was even putting photos of herself on the phone that I could see. And when I called the police to like update them and say, hey, this person is over here using my stuff, pretty much stealing from me. And then she would post stuff on social media with pictures of my family and just kind of bashing me and pretty much like harassing me about it on social media. I'm over here letting the cops know like, hey, are you guys going to do anything? And even on top of that, because she was using my Netflix, like we were able to pinpoint, you know, the IP address and her location. And still it was frustrating because I guess it wasn't out of the city's jurisdiction. It was in a different jurisdiction. But I had made the report based off of where the phone was stolen and not where this person is living and using the phone. I had to go through the sheriff's department and deal with that whole mess. And they still couldn't do anything. And 
I don't know if it's just because technology has become more advanced than what the law can keep up with or even what the police and the sheriff's departments can do. But I pretty much got screwed over. This woman stole money from me. Somehow I was able to erase the whole phone and kind of delete all the accounts and just move forward from it. But still, I mean, the only thing of value on that phone was really the photos and videos I had of my son. And it was just disappointing that no one was able to help me. And again, just me as a person was able to find out where this person lived, find out what this person even looks like, find out all her social media accounts. It's like, are you kidding me? How is it that I'm doing most of the legwork and gathering all of this evidence I'm providing and still I'm not getting any type of help? And then again, when my brother died, you know, I don't know, again, if it has anything to do with technology, but when my brother passed away, I put up a GoFundMe account and I put up a video on YouTube and I was getting harassed by these people. And there was even harassing comments on the news channel sites and stuff, saying all these horrible things about my brother. And I was getting tips from his friends. To this day, I still get tips from other people. And I've contacted the detective on it and let him know, like, hey, I'm getting more information. Have you looked into this? The guy pretty much doesn't even talk to me anymore. And the last type of conversation I had with him was like, I don't know, a year and a half ago now. And he was barely looking into another email account. And I'm over here thinking, uh, this is like the millennial age. My brother was a millennial. Are you kidding me? He probably had like five different emails and you're barely on another email. You know, you probably have your work email, your student email, just an email associated with your phone. Who knows? So it just was kind of frustrating that he was barely on a second email and going through those types of contacts when I'm giving him all these types of contacts, all these tips, all these people that maybe he should look into or that were associated with the harassing online. Like, it's so disheartening that We look up to these people to help us. And not to say that all police and all people in law enforcement are bad. It's just that with the situations and experiences that I've had, I've had no help. Or it's pretty much we've been cast aside. And it's mostly the people like myself or witnesses or friends, family, strangers that are doing most of the legwork and getting the evidence and information out there. And that's not right. And that's not fair. But okay, that's my little rant on the police. Pero ya, basta. No me voy a quejarme más de la policía. Vamos a hablar de otras cosas escandalosas. So let's move forward and let you guys into some positive chismes. From my last episode of My Vida Escandalosa, I talked about winning a beauty treatment offer known as microblading. Well, unfortunately, the esthetician that did that, I guess either never was hired or she quit or I don't know something happened to her where I wasn't able to get that service so they offered me any other service at the salon so I decided to do some type of eyelash treatment like I had talked about like I was losing my eyelashes and during that time I found this serum called my lash serum It was just on Amazon, and when I got the product, I'm pretty sure it's like a Korean type of product because, you know, those people are the masters of skincare because I find so many awesome Korean products. But anyway, so I just was using that. And then I'm also taking biotin, which is just a vitamin B complex that helps your hair and nail growth. Since now that I'm not on chemo, you know, I'm using these products to help with my hair growth, which obviously includes my eyelashes as well. 
again, they're not where they were. They're not as full or as long. So I figured, okay, well, I might as well try this out. So I go to the beauty salon. Shout out to Cuticle Lounge. They're awesome. So I meet with the esthetician. Shout out to Melissa. You rock, girl. She was telling me, well, we could go ahead and do the eyelash extensions and get you more fuller. But again, with that, it's going to be a lot of maintenance. You'd have to come in every so many weeks to get refills. And I'm not sure if that's something good for you because you never know if you're going to have to go back on chemo and maybe you're not allowed to do that type of stuff. So she recommended I do a lash lift and tint. And she was really kind. She said I had good lashes, which I was like, what? I don't even have any anymore in my mind. And got that treatment. So it looks cool. The best way I can describe it is like having permanent mascara where your eyes are already lifted and darkened and you don't have to do anything about it. So I was super, super happy with the outcome. I feel more feminine and actually girly, which is harder for me to feel because my hair is shorter now. I mean, it is growing back, but you know, I have boy hair right now. So anything to add to my appearance to make me feel more attractive, I couldn't ask for more with this treatment. Oh, and hablando de mis pestañas, tengo una historia muy chistosa para ustedes. Déjame cuéntales qué pasó con mis pestañas. I actually have a very funny story about my eyelashes. Of course, this was back in the day when I was a young adult partying, drinking, and pretty much was an alcoholic. But I was in my early 20s, 21 of course, and I would love to go out all the time, get dressed up and go downtown and party, right? So we were all at my house, me and a couple of friends, and we were drinking and getting ready for the night. And tell me why, my dumbass. <laughs> Dime por qué, qué pendeja soy. I rip out my eyelashes like either I was dancing or you know I had the eyelash curler on my eye and I don't know if I was just moving or I don't know whatever I did I slipped and I ripped it out all of them at once and because I was drinking already you know it didn't even hurt it was just like this whole state of shock like oh my god my eyeball is bald <laughs> and like all my friends are laughing at me and I'm just like oh my god what do I do but of course you know when you're young and stupid and drunk, you just say F it. And I just put on a fake eyelash and we still went out and partied and had a good time. Now, like to this day, my right side of my eyelashes aren't as long. I don't know, they're not the same as my left side. And it's just like a little probably millimeter of a difference. And of course, I could tell the difference. But it's just really funny that I had a bald eye for a while. And of course, like it grows back. It just takes time. But yeah, that's what happens when you're trying to get ready, look cute, but party and drink at the same time. It doesn't always end well. <sighs> One last thing that I think is pretty hilarious. With my son, like this kid, I swear, he wakes up and all of a sudden he just looks at me. He's like, hey, mom, I like Chi-Chi's. <laughs> and I'm over here like, what did you just say? And he just looks at me, he's like, I didn't say nothing. And he just busts out laughing because he knows exactly what he just said to me. And of course, chichis is breasts, titties, boobs, whatever you want to call them. But I don't think he really knows what chichis are. I think he just likes the way that word sounds and he likes the reaction he gets from it. So I try to like not laugh or have a reaction. I just try to be like, okay, well, let's try not to say that word. 
he hasn't said it again, but I just was so shocked when he told me. <laughs> but he's a boy, and maybe when he's older, he'll be a boo man or whatever. But I just thought that was so funny and cute. All right, I think that's it for now. So let me go ahead and end with a quote. The quote I have is from the Almighty Buddha. Do not dwell in the past. Do not dream of the future. Concentrate the mind on the present moment. And in Espanol, no te preocupes en el pasado. No sueñes con el futuro. Concentras la mente en el momento presente. All right. Thanks for listening. Hasta la próxima vez. Until next time. Adios. Bye. listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of VixMix, which is now on all your favorite streaming apps. Feel free to rate and review as you like. But I want to hear from you. Send me an email at vixmixpodcast at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at 505-333-8232 or slide it to my DMs on Instagram at vixmixpodcast. I appreciate any feedback and hey, you might be featured on the next episode. All right, until next time, peace.